Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Cubans del Norte podcast. My name is Varo, and with me tonight are Luis and Flo. What's up, guys? What's going on, man? man? Chilling, chilling. How, good how, weekend, good weekend. How we feeling? Good. We lost Rigo, though. We lost Rigo to, to Copa Libertadores. <laughs> He's gone full-blown South American on us. I always knew he was from Chile. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take more than one Chile's win to get Rigo's hopes back up. It looks like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm hyped. I guess he's not. Yeah, man. I'm I'm pretty hyped and broke. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to Flo's gambling corner, bro. <laughs> We're gonna have three, three, three Flo's gambling corner segments on this pod. I can't oh, wait. My, my Wi-Fi is <laughs> gonna go out. Uh, how you feeling, Novaro? After that, after the week, I guess you can say the week with the zero zero draw. Yeah, good man. Um, you know, some hope. A little bit of hope is. Is there building? Hope is all full. What do you mean a little? It's all back, bro. <laughs> nah. We, are we even gonna lose a game the rest of the way? <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it, but you know, let's start let's start off with uh, last week's game that we recorded before because we thought we were gonna get slaughtered. She was yeah. at, she was Atlético Madrid in the ICC, and we tied a nil nil, and then we lost it in penalties. Uh, Cervantes and uh, who's the other guy? Um, Beltran, Beltran, my guys. Yeah, Cervantes and Beltran. Oh, that hurt at my the soul. End. But it's it's alright, you know. It's, it's you know, it's high pressure situations. These guys are young. Let let them get a little bit of taste of it. You know, next time they they have to step up. They have a yeah, little bit I, of experience. Or I think this the, just tells us that you don't want them to take a PK anymore. Right, that's one thing, and I think honestly, like those penalties in those type of situations, I think I don't even know if they can take them that serious. I don't think you get you take anything from it, but I think the the, the important part of that game was the zero zero draw for their confidence. Yes, um, Atletico had a lot of chances, but you can tell that that the, coming away without giving a goal up gave them a lot of confidence heading into the weekend. Yeah, I think that was that was what we needed in terms of like to boost team morale. Was the emergence of that was uh, the emergence of Briseño stepping yeah. up as the uh, the captain, not officially the captain, but l- playing out there like one. Yeah, two game, two games in a row that Briseño, you know, stands out as the guy on Chivas. The pa- the passion. Did you watch that game, Flo? Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "What is going on right now?" Like. It was the tenth minute, and I was already in the chat. Like, why aren't we losing here, <laughs> bro? Oh, that's right. Let's hold on. Let's talk about it. Because once again, in the group chat, twenty thirty minutes before the game, Varo's like, "Yo, are we gonna bet?" <laughs> no, I didn't. That was flow. No, was no, it? That, no, that was you in the for the athletic game. I think it was you. Or no, I think it was. I think it was Varo in both games. Was no, it definitely wasn't no, me for the theater game, game. It was me. It was me for the theater game. I, right. You want to remind people what the, what the bet was? I don't even remember, bro. It Come was on. it was that they would win by two, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah Atletico okay, was okay. favored oh. by two goals. Yeah, yeah, and we were like, dude, bro, they're gonna drop like seven on us, like we're Real Madrid <laughs> or something, you know? So we were like, that's easy money right there. So usually every week we put fifty dollars. So this week we decided, all right, well let's just split it. We'll put twenty five on the Atletico game and twenty five on the Tigres game. So, you know, we figured if they're going to lose, they might as well make us some money while we're at it. So we put 25 on a Federico to win by more than two goals, and these bums don't even put up one goal. 
Bro, Flo Varro was so hyped heading into that game. He's like, yes, we can finally make some money out of this. And I think Varro, I think you said this was the first time you ever bet on Chivas? Bet against, 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 Chivas. against Chivas. Chivas. We had never yeah, done it. Was it was the first time. Yeah. Because last year, even when we didn't think we were going to win, we would just bet on some other bullshit like, uh, let's just bet on that we're gonna sc- that the total is gonna be over two goals or something. Yeah, we would bet like we're we're gonna score one goal. Right. <laughs> we wouldn't bet that we were gonna lose because we're too loyal. And then we were fed up, and they're like, "All right, you got fed up." <laughs> I think I think I think I learned. Oh, that's, that was game. a Godinho game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Godinho had a good game, and we were all calling him for to start in the weekend, and nah. Fucking Tomas Boy stuck with with Tony Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah, that was a good game by Godinho. He had a lot of saves. Mm-hmm. Him, Ponce, who was the other standout? Boiseño, um Yeah, I think it was those was it? those three were the big standouts from that game. Two. Alexis Vega at least getting the red card out of it. Yeah, and then, I like his, his just his speed and the runs he can make. Yeah, man, the runs he makes are good. Like we we need him out there. Yeah, like, that was, but that was a friendly. That was just. Eh. But I mean, two two out of the three standouts of that game, you know, between Ponce, Briseño, and Gudino started on Sunday night. You know, we got Miguel Ponce at left back, and Briseño was the uh, center back with Alanis. Yeah, and the, and the performances. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but they seem they carried over as well. Yeah, would like any plays that stand out to you guys from the Atlético game? I know it was like almost yeah, exactly a week ago since we're recording Tuesday night. I don't remember any offensively. Uh, I can't think of any. I just remember Diego Costa's misses, to be honest. Yeah. I just remember Bris- uh, Briseño's like, passion in his slide tackle, like the passion he would show after the play. I want to say I remember Vega almost scoring one. I can't really remember. He looked good. Vega looked good when he came when he was in there. Yeah, I remember. I mean, Vega would have scored on if it wasn't for the freaking the red card. He had, like, he a caught. long shot. I think he had, like, a long shot that, like, hit the – post or something or hit the crossbar did we I, I can't remember i don't know i feel like i'm confusing that game with the with the, the fiorentina game the fiorentina game is when we had a couple of we hit the post and the crossbar a couple of times yeah no because we're like a we're like a guy up for yeah. a good portion of that athletic game we're, I we're, we're we we a couple of chances were yeah. we because we had peralta out there who apparently just doesn't do <laughs> anything <laughs> He's out there for motivation, from what you told me in the chat. <laughs> He's out there motivating the guys. Nah, he does that. He does that in the locker room, not on the field. <laughs> he just—he's just out there running, and that's all he really does. Bro, he's a new uh, Almeida motivating the guys. Come on. He's a locker room motivator, <laughs> not on on field motivator. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, mean, no, I don't was, remember much. It was good, and then especially because a couple of days later, Atletico dropped seven on Real Madrid, so we're automatically better than. Real Madrid. It's not, it's not an opinion. A fact. Facts are facts. So can't tell me. Proving anything. once again. Proving. Proving that Real Madrid got lucky that we didn't get to face them at the Club World Cup, <laughs> or we would have massacred them. True. Facts. Yeah. Facts are facts. <laughs> Numbers don't lie, bro. All right. Let's move oh, on. Man. Y'all want to move on to the Sunday night game? Yeah. All right. To so the game that really mattered. Sunday night. Before we talk anything lineups and stuff, what you what do you guys think of the YouTube broadcast? It was like, uh, a, it was like a bunch of bobbleheads out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> At times, yeah. I didn't realize it until the second half because I was watching the first half on my phone, 
And then the second, and I, and in the group chat, I think it was Flo who mentioned it. And I was like, nah, it looks fine for me. But then once I put it like on my TV, bro, that shit was bugging out. Like the the, the body, the top half would be moving, the lower half would be standing still. I don't know what was going on, but I mean, I like the the commentary, the broadcast. I mean, I guess it could fix that the the whole the whole video part, but kind of like no, I kind of wish they stayed on YouTube. Okay. As long as they fix, like as long as they fix it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, if they move their games to YouTube, even if like they put Chivas TV in the US, and we gotta pay like ten bucks or whatever, I'd be fine with it because that I like the broadcast. No, like well, you can TV. already do that. So why no, you can't. You can't stream. You can't stream the games. They would be locked out. I thought you could. No, they were locked out because if it was oh, okay. if it wasn't that, I would have been watching it on Chivas TV because I don't like the Univision broadcast. So but, why, why was it on YouTube to begin with? Yeah, so why was it because available? Because um, they don't have a contract. TV negotiations are still going on, so no one has uh, the no one has the Chivas rights. rights. This is like a legit real <laughs> club episode, <laughs> bro. Like this is what happened. They 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 freaking got like a cheap ass server, some cheap ass cameras, and that's why like the bodies were like, you know, the the heads were moving and the bodies weren't just like Club Equitable be. I checked. Like throughout the game, and there was about like seventy to seventy three thousand people watching the game. How many? I s- seventy to seventy three thousand. Now you gotta understand there was two broadcasts going on. Yeah, that's that too. And it was also that. on Facebook. And I think I believe it was also on Facebook. Yeah, oh, was Facebook it? has their own numbers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Facebook, Facebook has their own it. numbers. I think the English one, which I feel sorry for you guys, if you guys didn't know, there was in Spanish also. If you guys had to go through the suffer through this English one. I think yeah, the English one, when I checked, was like 30,000. Okay, so that's 100. Yeah, 100K 100. on YouTube off the rip. I would assume I would assume it's probably more on Facebook, to be honest. Oh, yeah, probably. you know, Mexicans love their Facebook. Man. Yeah, just for, just for that same reason. Yeah, especially here in the United States. It's easier to easier to watch. Like, sometimes when well, I'm looking for, like, Copa MX streams, and then my dad will just text me like a Facebook link, and he's already watching it. I'm like, "What the fuck? It's easy." What do you guys think? Th- you guys think they? You think they? What? The, you guys think they signed back with Univision or what? That whole Univision rebrand. I know they're trying to fool us, but they they still trash. Yeah, the Televisa and Univision, the T U D N or whatever the shit is. Yeah, I don't know. T U D N, I think it's called. Bro, they ain't fooling nobody. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I like my preference would be ESPN. And then if they're on like ESPN Plus or whatever, yeah, that's five, that's five what I'm bucks, afraid of. I'd be I'd be okay with it. It's five bucks a month. ESPN Plus, five bucks. Yeah. I don't have ESPN Plus, so. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't want them on. To be honest, I don't want them on Univision anymore. Yeah, me either. I'm done. I'm done with them. And I don't want them on Telemundo either. Yeah, I don't want Telemundo. I don't want Univision. Their streaming options are trash too. Like Telemundo, yeah, you gotta you gotta be like on a package and stuff. What about Fox Sports? FS1. Fox the, Sports Monterrey, was the first game, right? Monterrey, I think, has them. Well, I think it's the Santos game on Fox Sports. The, but that was on Fox Deportes. I don't think it was on. Uh, no, regular, that's what I mean, though. Fox, that's what I mean, though. Fox. Oh, I thought you meant like FS1 because Monterrey's home oh, games are on. Yeah, they're on FS1 in English. I wouldn't mind an English broadcast. If they get a good team, yeah, I watched the Mexico um, USA game in English. They hire, they hire us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely hire us, bro. Yeah, especially after your tweet. <laughs> yeah, I'm out there. I'm out there slandering everybody. <laughs> Shit. 
All right, so let's get into the game. You have the lineup? Yeah, I got the lineup. At goalie, we had Antonio Rodriguez. Tomas Boy said that he wasn't going to bench Antonio because, um, you know, one mistake is not enough to bench him. And then you have, you know, a goalie that has no confidence in himself anymore. And then he said, what's to say that Gudinho goes out there and makes a mistake and then you have to bench him. You got two goalies with no with no confidence in themselves. I mean, it makes sense what he says, but Gudinho did have a great game against Atletico. But Tonyo got the yeah. start. Great game. Our back line. Bro, we also mentioned that he was most likely promised a starting role. They weren't going to take it away after one game. Yeah. That was part. Joel, Joel said it was part of his uh, negotiations, right? When he came back to Chivas, on I think first. I said that. But oh, did you say it? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that I makes, probably read it that from makes sense. Joely's Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then Sunday night's back line was Miguel Ponce, Alanis Briseño, and Van Rankin. And then on this thing, it's, it shows Brizuela there for some reason, but I don't feel like he was playing as a right yeah, back. But, no, Brizuela was the right back. They were playing oh, with he? five man. Okay. Yeah, so it was he, like, was, it was, he was playing wing back. back. Okay. Yeah, so Van Rankin was like the right center back. Yeah. At time, at times it would switch from a five three two to like a four four two. So it was it was a flexible lineup, but yeah, mostly five in the back. Okay, and then midfield, we had Chofis, Molina, and Michael Perez, and up top we had Pulido and uh, Oribe Peralta's carcass, just running around. <laughs> <laughs> His carcass <laughs> just running around, <laughs> bro. That's really all he does is just run around out there. He just gives effort. He's the effort guy, bro. He, does, mean, he provides nothing to the team. Yeah, I don't like this lineup. Who do you who do you replace? Uh, besides, I mean, besides Peralta, right? Because we all we're all gonna take him out. And I would pref- I would prefer. Beltran, but obviously if Beltran's younger. They're not going to give Beltran the starting role. Uh, Vialpanto over Molina. Well, I prefer because I prefer now. Michael Perez. Yeah, Molina's I know they're the not going to take him out. Yeah, so they're not going to bench It him. would be Michael Perez. It would be Michael Perez that they take out. Yeah, it would have to be him. I'm saying if I was the coach, which I'm not. So you want Beltran in there? I would want Beltran or Vialpanto. Just because I think we talked about it last week. Two defensive mids. Uh, they just struggle offensively, and we kind of struggled offensively in this game too. Not kind of, we did struggle. We didn't really create many options, many many opportunities to score. Yeah, um, both goals. One goal came on a penalty, the other one came on a corner kick. I think that I think the the five three two is it's, and, and what you get is a team that can defend well and, and hold possession, but no real like creativity, no. Like even like with the even with Polido and, and Peralta, Chofis is like struggling to find somebody that's making the the run, you know, behind the, the line. I think that's where Alexis Vega can help out. Yeah, if we can establish a a line of like like you said, you know, the five the five line the five men in the back. We got to play kind of more defensively. If we could establish that four man line, then you know we would be a little more offensive. But for now, I guess we got to do what we got to do to. Not drop points. Yeah, and I kind of, I'm, I'm sure some people would rather see a, like a, a real right back playing right wing back. But I, I kind of like um, Brizuela as a right wing back. I kind of like the. I used to like him at right back when when I made that would put him. And with um, what's his name, Bonse on the left back, who's not doesn't really provide much offensively. 
to the attack, at least you get that from the right side of Rizuela playing right wing back. Yeah, I think Ponce has his, you know, has his streaks of games where he's like efficient. I'm not, I'm not gonna say he's well, he's he's good, but then he also has his games where he's just like complete trash. Like that's what I'm saying. He's decent. He's a yeah, decent fullback. Like last was it last season that um, Brian Fernandez, the Nagaxa guy, just shredded him. That's when he put him in the blender and just, like, yeah. I think he didn't start after that. Well, I said after, I said after the, after the, some of the friendlies that we, that they needed help, uh, they needed help defensively and that the op, the best option was to go to five in the back. Yeah. And you can see Alanis was there as really good support to Ponce back there. Yeah. Ponce, I don't know. Um, but like I said, I think I said it too, that maybe hopefully... Ponce plays with like a chip on his shoulder just because he isn't supposed to be the starter. But I think Mayorga just wasn't it. And boys, like, whatever, I got to go with what I got. Ponce stepping up, hopefully, you know, motivates him to keep going through the whole season like that. But let's talk about the first goal, ninth minute, a corner kick. I think Brizuela, corner kick. Yeah, Brizuela. Brizuela had the assist, Briseño had the goal. And um, I thought he got hurt on the play, but apparently he was just crying, really, really happy, crying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I seen some people say he should go to a concussion protocol. <laughs> they should check him for a concussion because he was laying down. <laughs> yeah, because the players you, like wave were waving on the uh, medics. Yeah, because he was holding his eye, like his head, like his yeah. eyes, and <laughs> and then I guess he told them, or they saw he was just crying, and then. I, I saw Perez, like, wave off the medics, and then he was just, like, shrugging and laughing. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> then he just, like, popped up and, like, started celebrating. Yeah, and then he got hyped, he like, fifth pumped yeah. and shit. I was like, okay. Did you did you see the, did you see what he, did you got, I don't know if you or Flo saw what he said after the game. You guys saw what he said, right? Yeah. It was just, like, very emotional. Like, every, like it was just, like, a, an emotion. Everything he's been through in his career, the, the ups and the downs, to, and to finally be back and... First, and I guess be back on a team like Chivas and to score on Tigres. All of it in once is probably just the the build up, and it just it just came out on that play. Yeah, I know we, I know me and I mentioned it off before we started recording, Luis. That I wasn't sure if he loves Chivas or he just hates Tigres so much, and that's why he was so passionate while playing today. But then you reminded me that he showed that passion too against Atlético. So I guess he just he just gets hyped when he makes plays. So something about those Atlas players when they come to Chivas, they play a little bit better. <laughs> Rizuela, yeah. him, just... Osvaldo, <laughs> Osvaldo Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> you, they make them. We we make them legends, you know. <laughs> so that was that was at the ninth minute. Briseño scores off the corner kick, and then at the twenty third minute. We have uh, an ex-Chiva player, Carlos Salcedo, makes a reckless attempt at recovering the ball. He fucking goes, uh, cleats up on uh, Michael, Perez. Michael Perez, and he gets sent off with the red card. Red card. And that changed the game completely. They, well, yeah. they didn't call. We they went to VAR. Yeah, they had. It's to funny. Go to it's VAR. one of those players that it's one. Of, that's one of those players where they probably would have never called the red. Like it's this, it happened so fast that like the ref missed it on the initial. But they went to VAR, bro. Th- were you worried that they were gonna call the yellow card? Because he was taking forever to look at it. 
Yeah, I was. I thought he was just going to look at it once and just run back to the field and take out the red card. When he took a little while, I was like, "Shit, they're gonna they're gonna give him a yellow." But you know, it worked out. It worked out for Chivas and Salcedo got sent off. Yeah, we were the. I mean, it's easy to say that we were the better team because we had we were uh, a man up. But even up until that point, up until the red card, we were the better team. Maybe not so much offensively, but we were holding possession. Uh, not really giving them much space. Uh, so yeah, so we were we were we were doing fine up until that point, and afterwards it was it just the game became a little bit easier. Then the second half, Tigres had some chances, but still. Yeah, I started. I actually started watching it around the 25th minute. So when I started watching it, I didn't even realize that Chivas was a man up. I was just like, man, Chivas is looking good out there. We got the lead. <laughs> I was like, this is what I'm talking about right here. <laughs> and that's how, like, I checked my phone and I was, like, looking at, like, uh, what's it called, like, stats. I saw that like, they just had, like, a little red card thing on their name. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that's hilarious. So, yeah. so I definitely thought we were playing better than what we actually were. <laughs> but, yeah, that that red card was important because it had it forced um, Thigas to kind of make substitutions that they didn't that they probably wouldn't have preferred to make in the first half. Like, they took off um, Eduardo Vargas, and they threw in uh, Torres Nilo right away, like 28th minute, because Vargas was going to get another yellow card if he stayed on the pitch, and I think Duca knew it. Well, on the red card, like, didn't, like three of them got yellow cards, right? Yeah, two, <laughs> Aside two from the red card. Yeah, Quinones got a yellow card, and uh, Vargas got a yellow card. Yeah, that, that, that substitution became big because it made Tomas Boy look like an even more genius. Because they clearly they had no well no, they had no spaces because by pulling out the one your second forward and leaving Gignac by himself against three center backs, he had literally like nothing he could really do. Yeah, it wasn't until they put in um Ener Valencia that they yeah. kinda got things going back offensively just because, you know, he's a threat at, with his pace and you know, you got Gignac in there too. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Two set two forwards to go up against two center backs is better than one. Yeah. So that that substitution that substitution helped us a lot. So thank you, Ferretti, for being for being trash, <laughs> giving us that. He was um, af- he was afraid he was afraid to give up another one. Like always, Ferretti want to be defensive, losing and wants to be defensive. What What do you think of um, Tonya's game? This he had a couple of blocks. One one of the, one of the good ones that he really had didn't count because. Gignac was offside but I think it came at a good time and you know I'm glad they let play keep going because it, it's kind of like a little confidence booster like even if the, the play didn't count the fact that you still blocked it boosts which one was boosts that up his confidence uh it was it was an offside call um it was like one-on-one Gignac against Donio Donio blocks it and then Gignac got the rebound and hit it off the post but the whole play didn't count but it's still yeah, like a, a, a confidence booster. He had a header. You know, I was saying the second half, the header with a box from Gignac was. I was pretty impressed with that one. I that was, was like, okay. It was a, that a was free like the kick one, also. That was off like the best cross Jurgen Dam's ever had in his life, and I was like, fuck, yeah. it's gonna be one of those games. Fucking Jurgen Dam is gonna beat us, but then he disappeared. Nah, after we, that. we we gotta give Donya credit. I mean, we we shit on him last episode, but now nah, we gotta give him credit. He did. He did what he had to do. He, he bounced he back pretty well, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. But, you know, he had... I know that's your was... guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad. I was bad. Because of Chivas. 
But even on <laughs> even on the free kick by Gignac, um, it was kind of like a similar would, play to the free kick that he fucked up against Santos, where he kind of <laughs> got stuck and he kind of just slapped the ball to the side. He was like, "I'm not gonna risk it." And he just did whatever yeah. he could to get it out of the box. That one, I, I thought like, the oh, same shit. thing. I felt like in his mind it was like deja vu all over again. Yeah, I was worried when that was happening. I was like, "Oh shit, here we go." And he still didn't. He kind of didn't move, and he he kind of like he just slapped the ball to to the left. To yeah. And it was, the shot was so strong that the ball went out of bounds. But if it was like a soft deflection, it, it might have been there for someone to clean it up. But good good bounce back from Tonyo. I'm glad. Uh, last game didn't break him because that's like something I was worried about, like his mentality. I didn't think he was like a a guy that could bounce back from a performance like that. Man, you, you, had, you had lost faith in your mental man. fortitude. Damn. <laughs> Now you're attacking his, his mentality, bro. First episode of the podcast, I said it. No confidence, Tonyo. But uh, bro, I'm, glad. Was... I'm glad he did. I was ready to talk from the account. I was ready to talk shit from the account at halftime. To be honest, I was that bro. confident we were gonna win the game. Um, <laughs> no way, bro, man. I was like, he needs a sports psychologist, like Kubo Torres. <laughs> hey, we, shout out to uh, she was his old uh, sports psychologist in Colombia. Remember when that was a thing? <laughs> They, yeah, I'm sure they got plenty of help down there. That's where they... <laughs> Marco Fabian went down there. Cubo Torres went down there. Everybody. Bro, no Fabian's history. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that weekend? <laughs> Marco Fabian, the god. <laughs> Bro, but... uh, Yeah, man, that was a good win, man. Like I said, I was going to talk shit to the, to the Tigres English account yeah. at halftime. I was nah. like, I'm gonna save it to the end. I saved it to the penalty. I saved it to the penalty. Throughout, I, like, I mean, I jinx it. Throughout the second half, at no point did I feel confident that we were gonna win. I was expecting she was to blow the lead. But how good did it feel knowing that they, they weren't gonna sub in Basulto or Marin to help hold the lead? Oh, I I don't even rem- I don't even remember them anymore. I don't remember them anymore. They're like a race from my mind. Uh, like. They got Thanos. Re- <laughs> they got Thanos out of my brain, man. <laughs> Bro, I thought about it because I'm like, damn, this is the point where where the coaches would bring him in to help us hold the lead and be able to like, well, there goes our lead. Nah, I don't even think about them anymore. They're in Zacatepec and whatever whatever other team they went to, but they're not here yeah. anymore. The only the only thing that we gotta worry is Madrigal still somewhere around. Wait, what? He's still <laughs> part of the roster, but he wasn't on the bench or anything. Is he? Yeah. He's still okay. around. According to, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> I saw him warming up against Atletico. Or or uh, Fiorentina. One of those. But he was warming up. And even my dad, we were watching the game. He's like, he's like, I said, pinche tronco. I was like. <laughs> um, my dad don't even watch the games anymore, man. <laughs> Before we talk. He didn't, he didn't score at all last season, right? Not once. Nah. He like threatened, I think, once. But. I remember yeah, against um, that game that we were at against America, he had like a good chance and oh, yeah. still missed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, before before we talk about bone. before we talk about the penalty, we got to talk about our coach and uh, <laughs> his controversial uh, argument or whatever he did. I don't know what he did, but he got into it Ooh. with he got into it with Gignac, Apparently, I don't know over what, but I was say, what was Gignac complaining about? I don't, I don't know, know but they're complaining then, over because Guignac's about to pass him as an all-time goal scorer. At, uh, and he's like, nah, bitch, I'm number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got, I got number, out of it. 
Someone remind Gignac, he's still not number one because he couldn't score on us. Yeah. So, still Tomas boy. Yeah, but, bro, they both look, first of all, they both look foolish, just arguing. Like, no one understood what the fuck they were saying throwing up number ones for. <laughs> and freaking Tomas boy, what's he going to do, fight the fight the player? <laughs> I, did, yo, I felt he got the red card. I felt like he knew what he was doing. It was one of those where he's like, let me, let's hope this, like, Brings out the passion of my players, and, and I mean, he got the red card. It worked. Arguing, it worked for the stadium because after that, the stadium was rocking. Yeah, because because like got the fans. Ref is right there because the ref gives him the yellow, and he just like keeps yelling mad hard at the ref. So it's like this one of those like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, it was one of those like you know baseball managers do it all the time. They just go yeah. rip the umpire empire like a new asshole just so they can get ejected and get like their team going. Gignac should have gotten a second yellow for that too, though. He pr- he should have, yeah. yeah. To just give it, to, especially kinda... especially when he when he did the motion to fight him, to, <laughs> to, to punch him in the face in the back. He, he told him to like meet him outside or something. Yeah, yeah. He showed Bruh. him his fist and was like, "Meet me in the back." Boy was just playing mind games with him, man, and yeah. it worked. It got into his head. So you think he cares about being the number one scorer at a small club? Nah, he just did that shit in his head, and it worked. You know what was hilarious? That Ponce was, like, pulling Gignac away, and he was, like, laughing with him. He's like, yo, this this guy's bugging. Like, don't don't pay attention to him. <laughs> They're both clowns, man. <laughs> no, but Ponce was laughing with Gignac. They were laughing at the one boy. Oh. Yeah, he's like, he's like nah, don't listen, don't listen I, I to him. I thought it was someone else. Nah, it was, it was Ponce. Like, he, like, he was walking away with him, and they're talking, and they're both laughing. And then they, like, grab each other. They give each other like pats on the head i was like what i was like they're but laughing you, at boy i read that i read that tomas boy went to go look for them after the game yeah that's what i oh he, I he got too. into it, he got into it with i forgot what players it was no with G- the goal with Gignac, the goalie Gignac went to tried to go to the chivas locker room and find tomas no boy. but didn't tomas boy get into it with the goalie or his son Tomas um, Boy's son, I think Tomas Boy's son or Tomas, one of them got into it with with, uh, uh, with Guzman. Manuel, uh, Guzman. Yeah, and some other player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard Tomas Boy was in, was in the locker room looking for them. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I'm telling you, flip the quitable shit, man. Yeah, <sighs> that's our coach, bro. That's our coach. <laughs> oh man! And then at the 90th. What was it? it had to be like the ninety fourth minute. It doesn't really yeah, say it, like, but like, like the ninety fourth. Like, um, yeah, it was ninety third, ninety fourth, something like that. Uh, what player was it? Polido. He cuts Polido, into the box. Polido got fouled. Yeah, I think he got fouled by. He beats the Luis first guy and then gets cut. And yeah, he beat the first guy and then gets knocked down. He got fouled in the box. I think is clear penalty. No, no argument. Because he, uh, met, according cause to he, some, he, it wasn't. He met Meg the guy. So, Bro, according to some, it wasn't. Ah, they're bugging. They're just—it's <laughs> like the guys that just hate Chivas and don't want to see them. Yeah. Don't want. I think any, it was what's the name? Is it Ramos Rizzo on the ESPN Deportes? It's that—it's that Alvaro guy, like the guy that makes my name look bad. <laughs> that, he, the no. one that like makes videos of himself, like doing evil laughs and like taunting Chivas fans. I hate that guy, man. I think Alvaro Morales. I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate that guy. Nah, but it was it was the ref. You know how they have the, a ref on there? Oh, they go for, over the players. I forget who it was. Yeah, he said it. Was, he said it was a soft penalty. It was soft call. Nah, that's a I don't give a fuck. We were gonna win that game regardless. <laughs> yeah, we didn't win because of that penalty. Uh, were you guys nervous when Polito was gonna take it? 
Hell yeah, I thought, I thought he was going to do the jump again. Because Alanis, Alanis, Alanis was supposed to take it. And Pulido took it from him. He was like, nah, yeah, I'm taking this. <laughs> Alanis is not he a bad... Jump, uh, he's not a bad penalty kicker. Nah, he's really good at it. I remember it. for some like... reason our center backs are like really good at penalties. Yeah, yeah. Pereira and Alanis were always good. Yeah. <laughs> but So you guys weren't nervous? Nah, I was. I was. I thought he was going to do the jump. I, was. I thought he was going to do Because he, he said he was going to do the jump again. He yeah. said the boy boy told him to do it. He did like a like a big step is really what he did. Like a long step. Yeah. I want, I want the jump to be in FIFA 20. <laughs> nah, that shit. <laughs> oh, man. Someone in the MLS. Who, someone in the MLS did it too and it was terrible. Yeah, Martinez does it. Yeah, Martinez. Oh, Joseph Martinez. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Bro, no one jumps the way Pulido jumped last week though. That shit was a bit... <laughs> Oh no, Martinez did a big ass jump. Yeah, it was yeah, bad. That was a crazy jump. Yeah, but I was worried because a goalie like Nahuel Guzman was definitely gonna wait to the last minute to jump, and he even did it on that on the penalty kick. And it wasn't a good penalty kick by Pulido either. If you guys watch it, it was like barely to the right of Nahuel. Like if Nahuel would have taken a soft jump, he would have blocked that penalty. I'm happy it went in, but it wasn't a good penalty. Bro, that goal was so late. I just I told I forget we won two zero. <laughs> so late the goal was. Yeah, I mean after after they went to go uh, kick off, the the game ended right there. Yeah, yeah. But overall, I don't. Yeah, I just really watched the penalty. That was a good penalty. What are you talking about? No, that was mad I thought low. It was to the corner. It was mad low, really and to Nahuel was. Guzman's right. No, if he would have guessed right, that's a block. Uh, Varo was just trying to get his boy Madrigal back in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, all, all the trash players are my boys. <laughs> Bro, you did say you watched all his career highlights in second division. I did, and he's I like, said I he was trash. <laughs> and I boy, said you researched him. That's your boy. I said he's playing five foot two players, and I wanted to see him do it against real people. <laughs> So hold on, let's do a count. Who's your boy again? You got Madrigal. Uh, who is Tonyo? Tonyo apparently. Who's, who's the other one? Perez. Michael oh, Perez. 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 Yeah. He's Perez. Good, no, he's good though. He's good. Oh yeah. <laughs> one out of three is not bad. Oh man. Um, for the game, I wanted I wanted to get like your thoughts on um. Well, we already talked about Ponce, but Peralta is he? Is there? He should not be starting, right? Vega should be Hell out there. Hell no. Hell the fuck. He provides nothing to the team, bro. He's just out there running. Yeah. And I... the, he's slow. He's... I've seen some bad passes from him. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know why he's out there. there his, was... leadership in, his leadership in the locker room must be crazy. <laughs> there I've seen one... him trying to calm down the Tigres players when they were getting the yellow cards. <laughs> when they were getting the yellow cards after the red, I've seen him come over and like calm them down. Like, motherfucker, let them get another yellow. Oh. <laughs> Why are you calming them down? There was there was one play where um somebody put a ball into the box and Peralta tried to chase it down, but there was like at no point that in my mind that he was gonna beat Nahuel to the ball. And then and then he like looked frustrated that he didn't make it. I was like, bro, you knew you weren't gonna make that ball. Like, there was a higher chance that you like pulled your pulled your hammy than get to the ball. Bro, we need trophy. We need we need to get trophy some help up there. It has to be Alexis Vega. It has to be Vega. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. No more of this Peralta and Pulido bullshit. Some of the runs that Vega made in these uh, ICC games were really good runs. Bro, just, just his speed alone is, yeah. is, is 
Way better than what Peralta provides. Against Atletico, that the run he made got Llorente a red card. Because yeah. it was either take him down or let Vega go one-on-one with the goal. I hope for Friday yeah. for Friday night, Vega's out there. Cause I don't I'm know a big fan. <laughs> you know, you know Peralta. Yeah, it's on Friday, 8 Friday o'clock. Friday night, yeah. Eastern time, I think. Or 9. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. I, I don't. I thought you were going to say, I don't know if Peralta can play on, on six days, five days rest. <laughs> I thought that much. was another thing. I thought his <laughs> fitness was being questioned by Tomas Boy. Like throughout it the preseason, he was being questioned by the Chivas del Norte podcast. That's who it was being questioned by. Instead of who it should be questioned by, Tomas Boy. <laughs> yeah. We're all like, oh, he can't fit in his jersey. He's not fit. <laughs> oh, yeah. We called out his beer belly. We're fat shaming him. <laughs> Bro, at the time they subbed him out. He could barely even run. He was just like standing still out there. I was. I specifically watched him like towards his final <laughs> minutes, and he was just like standing still. Yeah, he played eighty minutes. That was eighty minutes. We were a man what? down. We were a man down for eighty minutes. I don't care what, you know, what the stat sheet says. If you watch the game, it was basically ten on ten. There was no eleven versus ten. Ten on yeah. And then last, but, lastly, I wanted to ask you guys about Brizuela. Like you know. We're two games into the season, and I think he got kind of neutralized again. Is it teams are prepping for him, or has he lost a step? Nah, or does this lineup just him. not make sense? Because if he's he plays like the right back, it makes sense now. I like him at right back. I like, to be honest, because he's so shifty with the ball. I like when he's already, like, full speed yeah. running at the defenders. I was having this argument on, on Twitter not too long ago. Um not nah, argument. We were just talking about it. Um, saying, yeah, he, he, he when he's running at you full speed, he's able to shift, and he almost catches you flat-footed. When he gets the ball already on the wing high up the field, there's not that much space, and it's it's almost a little bit more predictable and easier for the defenders to defend him. So I don't know if he's – I don't think he's lost his step. I don't uh, – maybe a little bit predictable. You, running at you, Brizola, is better. If you just already get the ball on the wing, you just got to make someone miss. That's trophies all day. That's just two yeah. different situations. Yeah. So if we're going to stick with this five in the back, I like Brizuela at that right wing back. Right. So. Yeah, because, I mean, last season he was one of the – he, like he might have even been, player. like, the, the best uh, player 1v1 in the league. I think he was, like – he was definitely top yeah. five. I, I feel like he was number one, but I don't want to – I forgot to pull up the stat. But I hope I hope he can – What about player, player of the game? Who do you guys give player of the game to? I uh, give it Peralta. to Briseño. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it to Briseño. Just because of what the passion he showed on the field, and uh, he was pretty good defensively. He had Ginac in his pocket when he had to. What about you, Flo? He I'll, give it to Varos. I'll give it to Varos boy, Tonio. Damn. He had some nice days out there. Turning into a believer. Yeah, for one week. <laughs> Yeah, I give it. I give it to Briseño. Well, his goal was the goal that won it. The passion he shows. He was the he was the best defender on the pitch. Bro, I didn't want to um, be that's boring. That's two games. The same guy. <laughs> nah, but you gotta give, bro. The way he bro, make him captain. Take that shit off Jesus Molina and give it to him. <laughs> that man and the passion this man brought to the team is like sparked the team up again, man. Yeah, it was we found we, we found the hidden gem. Bro, how do you not, like? It makes you wonder. Like, how was he not? How has he never been called up to the national team? Well, now he played now after he will. a full season in Portugal. A full season in Portugal, and they just overlooked him. 
You know how hard it is well, to watch the Portuguese league. <laughs> nah, well, you know what? You know the rumor was that he was getting blackballed, right? Because he just left. He just left by himself uh, to, the to Portugal. The pacto de caballeros. The de caballeros. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. he started. He started every game in Portugal, and they were calling up Diego Reyes. Yeah, he played every minute. Yeah, and made the and made the final. The what is it though? The, the best eleven the team of the season. Yeah, yeah, the team of the season list. That's crazy. Shit, but but this I'm is glad we got him. Passion. Like I said, this is more power. passion that guy or the guy in the video. Mm. Oh, the video <laughs> that we tweeted. No, that guy. No, that guy. That guy's undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> That guy got me like hype, ready to run through a wall or something, man. <laughs> I, I told Flo, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna print that speech out and get it tattooed on my back. Aquí no Noel, aquí no Vinyak. No Argentina. Some praying hands. <laughs> yeah. Get some praying hands next to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, he should do I'm, the. I made sure, I made sure to tag the, the I made sure to tag the, the Thetis account, the Thetis English account. I had some of their fans responding, oh, very funny. <laughs> They're, They're like, fun. it's only week two. We need two. to find that guy. Right? We gotta, we'll get him, we get him on the podcast. Guy, bring him on the pod. He needs, yeah, he we needs, should. Yeah, he needs to do the voiceover to those videos that Chivas makes, like pregame videos. Like, the guy that does them right now is pretty good. But if they get that guy, yo, then we'll go undefeated every game. Like, it'll be, you know, one, one lost season and we're the champions. Yeah. Get him to replace Peralta out there. He's the motivator. <laughs> the locker room motivator. Yeah. And uh, you, this was a, this was another game where you guys bet against Chivas, right? Yeah. This uh, is another we forgot another another segment of uh, Flo's gambling corner. <laughs> right, so. This this one was a blind game for me because I did uh, like so, so this this is how it went. Yeah. This is how it went down. So it was but the game was about to start. And I was like, yo, why are we betting or what? And both of us were like, we don't know what to bet on, you know, because that athletical game just completely confused us. And we're just like, we were convinced that this team was trash and that we weren't too sure. And so Vara was like, screw it, I'm in. (laughs) But he never told me, like, what we're betting on. So I was like, whatever. I I just placed a bet. And he was like, cool, I'll send you the money. And I was like, you don't even know what I bet on. He's like, oh, just surprise me afterwards. <laughs> I, I didn't want to know because in my mind, I was like, shit. He, he, in my mind, I was like, he probably bet on Thetis. And then if we're winning, I'm not going to, I'm going to enjoy the win. But in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck, I just lost money again. So I was like, fuck it. I don't want to know. Tell me at the end of the game. Yeah. So <laughs> I ended up betting on Thetis because that's what we said on the podcast. So I was like, all right. Let me just stick to what we said on the podcast initially, even though now we're kind of like unsure. Like, all right, let's just, let's just bet on theaters and see what happens. And, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, whatever we want to do, see if I was one, we lost our money. But this is what I'm proposing. It seems like every time we bet on Chivas, they lose. And every time we bet against Chivas, <laughs> they play well. They yeah, so I'm proposing the. We start like a little GoFundMe, <laughs> and everybody can just donate money so we can keep on betting against you like every single week, and we'll ride this to the championship. That's, that's not um, a bad idea. I was, was going to tell the fans just keep, whatever we say, bet against whatever we say. Yeah, I feel like we've won. I feel like in the past two seasons, we've only you guys have only won one bet, and then you guys lost it like that. Now nah, we went on like a three, 
three week nah. streak. I think. I know for sure we won like the first bet we ever made, and I think that's what got us hyped. We're like, yeah, we keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Where are we now? Hunger in the hole. Uh, for the season. Yeah. What are we? Yeah, because we put 50 on the Santos game and then 25 on Atletico, 25 on Tigres. Oh, yeah, so we're yeah. 100 in the hole. Yeah, we're 100 in the hole. All right, guys, so donate $100 <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> but it's a long season, man. The season's early, man. We got we got a lot of time to make it up, you know? Bro, what are the fucking odds <laughs> that Atletico didn't score a single goal on us? Bro, they put up seven on fucking Real Madrid, man, and we held them to zero. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. We gotta, but I like I like that idea flow. We keep betting against Chivas and they keep winning. Fuck it. Yeah, and then if they they lose, (laughs) you win money. But if you know, if if they they win, win, I feel good. (laughs) You feel good because they won, but you're like, ah, I lost some money. Ah, fuck it, I'm splitting it with Barrow anyways. You know, shit. Yo, didn't didn't the line change to where Thetis only had to like win by one? The line, no, so when we did the podcast last week, the Thetis weren't favored by anything, not even like a half a goal or anything. I have no idea how. But when it came game time, they were favored by a half a goal, so they had to win by one goal basically to pay out. So I was like, oh yeah, you know, people are betting on Thetis. Yeah, Thetis we told them to bet on Thetis. Yeah, like, they were finally getting smart. They actually changed the odds, so Thetis is actually, like, favored a little bit. So I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, We Vegas moved the line. It. Everybody sees it. But, nah. Maybe Vegas did know something at the beginning of the week. <laughs> Man, I don't know. But do you have the odds for a Friday night's game against uh, we're going. We're going right into a yeah, let's just jump right third into segment. The, the third... Uh, Lowe's gambling corner segment. All we right, got... So to be honest, no, I don't have them up, but I can have them up right now. So yeah. just All keep right. talking, keep talking. So we got we <laughs> got uh, uh, So wh- wh- hold on now. So what are you? What are you? How do you feel like after this? Like, is there hope again? Like, how do you? How are you feeling? Because I'm I'm all in. I'm ready. I'm I see playoffs again for sure. We can almost guarantee playoffs. Demond Boy is going to lead us to the promised land. I don't I don't know, man. I'm. Cautiously optimistic, because offensively, offensively we're not there. Right. If you think of the game, like you think of opportunities we created and stuff, the Briseño goal, not, you know, the penalty, and besides that, like there was a off off target Ponce shot that was good. But besides oh, that, yeah, he, he got to stop that. He got to he got to stop that. No, because he's been hitting the crossbars in the preseason. I, he can take that shot. He ran after that Matt Happy and just yeah. Like, yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I was, gonna, I was just gonna say, I was like, with the right changes if, if to the we, lineup, if we put in Vega and then you know yeah. we start clicking offensively, all right, give me the eighth, seventh spot in the in the Liguilla. But right now, yeah, I was gonna say first. <laughs> right now, I'm cautiously optimistic. Like you know, I I can see us clicking, but then I can uh-huh. see us not clicking. Like you know, I I need more. We're only two games into the season. Our first game was really bad, you know. This game we won, we won. I don't want to say convincingly, you know, a win. We won, but not, you know, the offense isn't there. The defense looked a lot better. You know, we held Atlético to a shutout. 
So defensively, I think we're getting there. Now we got to get there <laughs> offensively. And even even against Santos, we started that game off defensively really well. Yeah, we did. And then Antonio uh, kind of killed our momentum. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. We we were we were decent defensively, and then yeah, that morale took a dip because of uh, the mistake Antonio made. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're back. Yeah, I feel I feel better for sure. Yeah, I'm cautious. I like where optimist. we are defensively. I like offensively. I mean, I want to see the I want to see the subs because there's no way we're not going to win anything with Peralta and Polito. Polito's no. not a number nine. Peralta's not a number nine at this point either. Um, even Peralta in his career, sometimes he's been a player that's been good playing behind the striker also. So we definitely need Vegas are our only true number nine. So we need him out there. Yeah. We need big out there. We need those runs. We need that speed. We need to like be able to threaten on the counterattack because right now we we don't we don't have the speed. But I would I, like to see Vialpando also. Yes, Vialpando for I guess in this it would have to be for Michael Perez. So. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I hope I hope uh, I hope at least Vega for Friday against Puebla. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, maybe the short week, oh. short rest. Maybe you're right, but at the camp. Recover that quickly. <laughs> Can't recover five days. <laughs> and uh, Vega has to play. Is that, that? I'm assuming that game's away, right? Yeah. It's probably like nine o'clock, I think, Friday night. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. But um, Puebla is coming off. Uh, it's at eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Friday night. But Puebla's coming off a three-one loss against Cholos, which is kind of a like a deceiving loss. I watched like one of the extended highlight videos on YouTube. They, it was 1-1 up to, like, maybe the 80th minute or something. And then it was a goalie mistake. And then they kind of went all out for the tie. And they got caught on the counterattack. So I don't think Puebla is a, a terrible team. And, I, you know, I don't know what Tomas Boy is going to do. Because he got, apparently he's suspended for a game. So he's not going to be on the bench. Ah, good for us. That's what I was going to say. It might work in our favor that he's not there. Yeah, so the game is at 8 p.m. Eastern time, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. bad for you, yeah. West Coasters. Going to be stuck in that traffic. Damn. Everyone in Cali going to be stuck still, in traffic. Still at work. That yeah. sucks. That's, that's crazy. Worst <laughs> coast. All right, Flo, you got odds for us now? All right, so Flo's gambling corner. Um, <laughs> looking, for his first, is, looking for his first win of the season. <laughs> the game is pretty much even. Um Chivas to win the game is plus one eighty, Puebla is plus one fifty. Um Yeah, it's pretty much uh so basically Puebla is slightly favored to win the game. Um but it's pretty much even. Yeah, because they get home field advantage. Yeah, they got home field advantage. So basically Vegas is saying that they think the teams are pretty even match, but Puebla has home field advantage, so they're they're getting a little bit of a of favorite here. Oh, that's crazy! They're getting two home games in a row, but they had the, they had their bye week um, this weekend. They didn't play this weekend, so we only saw them week one against Cholos. So if we put if we put fifty on Chivas to win, how much do we do we get? Uh, ninety. And our fifty back. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. So we would only be in the whole ten bucks. Ten bucks. So we're gonna bet against Chivas. <laughs> So they bet against Chivas so that they win, or what? <laughs> that they're gonna, that they're gonna lose. <laughs> we have to test. Nah, this, we have to this test is, this, this theory out. <laughs> nah, this is it. You gotta bet on Chivas. They're probably winning. We're not losing. Come on, man. We're not losing to Puebla. You're so confident. Not... You want going on this or what? 
This is not happening. We lost should them I, last. I... We lost them the last season, three one. Yeah, I remember. Luis was so confident last year. <laughs> going, He's like, who the who the hell even is Puebla? I never heard of him. And then I say that every season. Got, I think he got washed. He got washed three one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still not confident. I'm not I think, a believer. I, I think we gotta wait until the lineups come out. But then the odds change, right? By that yeah, time? the odds could change by then. Um, but I think this game is not gonna change too much. I think it's pretty gonna be pretty much even going into it. If if Alexis Vega is starting instead of Peralta, I'm I, I think she was wins. But if Peralta's out there again, eleven versus ten, man, I don't I don't see it. Maybe a tie. Right. So our losing advice is <laughs> wait till the lineup comes out on Friday. If Vega starts, bet on Chivas. Vega doesn't start, bet on Puebla. Puebla, whatever the fuck their name is. <laughs> uh, that sounds about right. <laughs> the over-under is two and a half goals. You guys think it's going to be high scoring, low scoring? Low. Two and a half goals. So there has to be three goals. I think it's the over. Yeah, and Vegas think it's going to go under two and a half. I don't know. So if you bet over two and a half goals, you get 50 bucks, you win like 60. Oh. So they think it's going to be a high scoring game. They think, yeah, they're favored to go over two and a half. Under two and a half. No, no. They think it's going to be a low scoring game. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So if if you win, if you go, if they go over two and a half, you bet over two and a half, you bet fifty, you win like sixty. If you bet under two and a half, you bet fifty, you only win like thirty five or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they think it's gonna be under two and a half goals. It'll probably be a push. It'll probably be like a no, it'll probably be no no, they can't do a push. It'll probably be two goals to be honest. <laughs> this dude said push on two and a half goals. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't talk this is why we don't talk gambling when you're not on the podcast. Even even I knew that was a mistake. I was like, huh? <laughs> so take Luis's advice, put in a push for two and a half goals. Yeah, put in a push. <laughs> nah, that's going that's going Damn nah, that's ah, three goals? Again, if Alexis Vegas starts. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't I, start, I there's take, no way I'll we take even, the plus there's two no way we hit three. Yeah. At least we're actually betting on the game. I remember a couple of years ago, I was betting on if it was going to go have over or under 10 corners in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Gambling rejects. Damn, degenerate <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I made that bet like twice and I won both times. Though, so oh, I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, that's it for Flo's Gambling Corner. Um, I guess just stay, stay tuned to the Kiva the Norte Twitter account. And we'll uh, we'll let you y'all know what, what we're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Just save your money. Let 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 Flo and Varo lose it. <laughs> let's let's go to let's wrap let's wrap up and go to Twitter. See what questions we got from followers. First off, we got Arturo V O seven O eight. He said, "Is Tomas Boy actually number one?" Hey, what, I mean, Gignac hasn't what, passed that's what him it yet, says. right? Gignac hasn't passed that's him. What, that's what the record books say. He's not yeah. gonna sit his ass down somewhere. <laughs> I mean, not, yo, but Ginac played like Ginac played like a third of the games that the Mas Boy played to get there. I don't know if you guys actually looked at the record, but yeah. the Mas Boy played like a hundred something games, 
and Gignac has I don't know how many, but it was like I remember it was like a third of whatever the Must Boy had. Wasn't Gignac like? Isn't Gignac at like a hundred? Gignac like a hundred and something, and Tomas Boy like way more than that. Gignac's been there a while now. Yeah, he's been there a while now. He was there since last season, right? Trying to pass Tomas Boy. Bro, Gignac's been there for a long time. No, I mean, I mean, he's been trying to break Tomas's boy's record for a while. Needing one goal. Yeah, they both both have they both have 104 games, but yeah, this is what I was saying. So. Tomas Boy had played 431 games with Tigres, and Gignac has played 184 with Tigres. That's what I'm, it's like a third of whatever he, uh, Tomas Boy has played. So, I mean, Gignac's not yeah. the better player, but Tomas Boy is technically still the record holder until Gignac can score another goal. Uh, Tomas Boy is technically number one. He's technically number one. He came first. You know Gignac. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, we, my dog it agrees. It took a while. My dog agrees. Kenyak ain't shit. <laughs> Bro, I, I think your dog just barks whenever you mention to my boy. <laughs> what was it? Joelle said something on the first episode and he just stopped barking. He's like, what? <laughs> I forgot. Oh, that he was a Tomas boy believer. Oh, yeah. Or Noriva yeah. believer. No, no Noriva believer. believer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go on. Next question. At Dudix Danny. Shout out to Danny, man. He sends a question every week. He said, Am I the only one worried about how little Pulido and Noriba create up top or even get balls sent to them in the box? I think teams have gotten on Brizuela, so who would be a solution on the left? Should they have brought someone in? If so, who? Well, I think we discussed that Pulido and Noriba are not, are not it and that we need Vega in there. Yeah, that yeah, can I be a problem. I think that's been a problem. To create some offense. I think that's been offense. a problem for the last few years. I feel like we always complain about um, the left side? never having people in the box. Because Polito is always like way back. And yeah, he yeah, plays like that, that false that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's why we definitely need Vega in there. And I even said it like last last episode. I said, has Polito forgotten how to play striker? Because he, yes. he doesn't play that way anyway anymore. So we do yeah. need we need Vega to get in the box, and then as far as the left side, hold on. As far as the question about the left side, I think you can pretty much forget about a left mid. I don't think we're going left mid again, but especially if the, if the five in the back is working. Yeah, your, your left wing is going to be Ponce. Don't don't expect like a real true left wing like a guy El Sandoval out there anymore. I'm so unless... ex- expect Ponce to be up there. Yeah, we who which you know he gets streaky and sometimes. He puts in some good, a good crosses for a while. Stuff. Yeah, I hope so. All right. I think we answered all his stuff. Oh, bringing Brisuela. someone in, I, I don't know who they were bringing. We can't afford anybody, so we're not bringing anybody in. Yeah, but Isuela, like we talked about it, like uh, he's he's much more effective. I think you'll find. I think that you're going to find that he's much more effective out of uh, a right wing back position. All right. Let's go to Andy M underscore Reyes. He said, "We still want Boy out or que pedo, bro." Yeah, we fuck. definitely yeah, want yeah. him out, bro. We can we can win the championship, and we're still gonna be on here calling for his head. <laughs> we're happy he's not gonna be on the bench on Friday night. You know that tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. This win, this win definitely got him like his contract extended though. I'm surprised there's no clips of him dancing in the locker room and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, because he was busy looking for Gignac. 
Oh, he was well, looking uh, for the fade. Damn, he wanted he wanted the smoke, unlike uh, League IMX ENG Twitter. Damn, you know, yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> I really, I really forgot who who was our coach last year again. Cardoso. Who's our what? Cardoso. Cardoso. Huh? Cardoso. That's right, Cardoso. Before he got fired. Yeah, yeah, you remember when Cardoso won like when we won like two or three games in a row last year, and everybody was saying like, "Oh, do you still want Cardoso out?" The answer is fucking <laughs> yeah. yes. And the answer is the same for Thomas Boyd. We like, never That's true, bro. We were like super leaderless and we were still like we won't, we still wanted him out. We were like we're waiting for the adversity. And then the <laughs> adversity came and <laughs> you, bro, saw what, and you saw what happened. <laughs> bro, and honestly, isn't it the same exact feeling as last season when it was like uh, well, obviously, we lost the first game against Santos, but defensively, it's like it was the same thing with Cardoso. We were so good defensively. It was like, but well, what are we going to do when, when we're not winning? Yeah. When the other team scores. Mm-hmm. And right, right now, with, with Peralta and Pulido, it feels the same. It's like, all right, but what about when the other team takes a lead first and we have to come from behind? <laughs> that's, when, that's when we'll know what Tomas Boy's made of because Cardoso was terrible with the subs. Yo, he put in Marin, fucking Basulto. Yeah. Ah, oh, bad. All right, let's go next. Next question, Osvaldo to go. Toño or Gudinho, are we happy with how the team played on Sunday? Toño or Gudinho? Yeah, I think keeping Toño at goal was a smart choice just because, you know, the way Boy explained it, you can't have two goalies that have no confidence. If Toño fucks up again, you know, then you have, then you can bench Toño, then you can bench him. But for now... I'm Team Godinho from the start. So. <laughs> oh, I'm probably I'm whoever they want to pick. To be honest, it doesn't. I don't really. They both had they, good games this week. They're both trash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and are we happy with how the team played on Sunday? I would say we're not really happy overall with how the team played, but we're happy with certain performances and happy that we got the win. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's the same same feeling for me. You know, a couple of players showed stuff, but Isenio showed it. Tonio, even Ponce, but again up top offensively, it's not it's not there yet. We gotta we gotta see what Vega would look like in the starting lineup before we can be happy about anything. All right, next question, a uh, similar kind of question. Alan Catalan twenty six. Did we get lucky, or is this or is the team actually improving? I mean, the the lineup is improving. Combination. Yeah, combination of both. Cause... Because we did score before the red card. Mm-hmm. And then the and we back line of five changed what we look like defensively, right? So it's a combination of both, but we're we're still not kind of we're kind of still not happy. I, I would say improving. I, it's hard to say lucky with with Tigres only only with ten guys, right? If they would have had eleven the whole game, you'd, then you'd be able to know like how good, how well we're improved and whatnot. But yeah, it's a combination of both, I guess. But it, I'm telling you, it was 10 versus 10, man. Peralta is useless. Oh, with Peralta? <laughs> <laughs> I forget. I forget. All right, next question. GMO Martinez 1. Uh, this is... Do you think Oribe should be starting over no. Vega? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Oribe should be starting. At all. Bench. Yeah. <laughs> Send him to Zacatepec. He should be like an assistant coach to the assistant coach. <laughs> Yeah, nah, he 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 has no. He shouldn't be starting. I'll take him on the bench over Madrigal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 
Where's Ronaldo? Yeah, that's true. Um, Probably on the. Oh, he's not. You're 20. Nah, I think he's been with. I think yeah, he's been with one of those one of those teams. Yeah, he's good too. I'd like to see him play a little more. I like and his window play. Yeah, and then the last question from at Farm Boy Three Wise. He said, "Previous seasons we've played really well, and we do more often than not lose. Although we won Sunday, we had a terrible second half and managed to pull through. Make anything of it?" Thinks he thinks that bringing back Saldivar could give us a boost up top because Pulido isn't cutting it. I think Whoa, Saldivar. First... Sal... Yeah, all right. With the first, you go with the first part, Luis. I was gonna say with the first part, um, the whole the whole terrible second half and and that Adidas did start did start getting more chances. I think you can you can pretty much argue that it would, the game maybe would have been a lot closer if they never would have gotten the red card because once they went back to two forwards again. They started to apply the pressure on our defense. So, um, yeah, you can make of it that it's it's still we got to see, we got to wait and see. Give it another game or two before we can feel fully confident about this team. Yeah, and then bringing back Saldivar, I think Saldivar is just some pulido, a Jace. Um, they play similar. I think Saldivar also needs somebody to play off of, and at times we saw it with. Um, Pulido and Saldivar, they, there was like two or three games that they would click, and then one of them would get hurt, so it would it wouldn't work anymore. But I don't think Saldivar is like a clear cut answer to what we're missing up top. I I still think it's Alexis Vega that needs to get playing time. Maybe Alexis Vega and Ronaldo would be interesting to see. Shit, youth that speed, hell yeah! I I at least both, try both it out. Both of them, both are more like in the box type strikers. And even That'd even in the even in the Copa MX game would be like the perfect time to try them out. Yeah. Just to like see if they click, and then if they do click, you know, you you boost up their confidence in the game. That's not as important. Did we sell him or is he on loan? Who Ronaldo Saldivar? Saldivar, yeah. yeah Did we swap him with the Madrigal? He's on loan. Yeah. We oh, okay. we tried to get him back and gave Madrigal back, and Monterrey's like, ah, oh, nah, yeah, y'all can keep him. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't want him back, but he—I don't think he's playing much with Monterrey either. So, Saldivar, yeah, he's not gonna come back better. He's not starting over Funes Mori. I knew he was gonna go over and start. Yeah, I didn't know uh, we still own them. <laughs> Saldivar, yeah, we still own them. What All about right. uh, Macias? We Macias, technically, yeah, yeah, we still own him. Yeah, we still. Own him. He has a high release clause, so they want to pay it. They're gonna have to pay a lot of money to us. Yeah, I think what uh, fifteen mil. We want. I think Amaldi. I, th- I think the thing with Macias, I think Amaldi is looking to try and bring him back. Hey, Amaldi, a man of the people. Without, without, that's one of the things now that uh, what's his name is out there. You get yeah, another yeah. Cl- another clown who tweeted after the game. <laughs> who, um, did he join Leon or something? Right. Nah, but he was in. I don't know. Nah, he was at the. Or he was in the suite. Yeah, he was watching Leon America because he's, he's he's an Americanista. He's an Americanista, so he was at the game. But then he tweeted he tweeted after the Chivas victory how proud he was of his team. He said he was proud of the Mas <laughs> boy. I was like, bro, <laughs> let it go. He's a clown. <laughs> a bunch of clowns, bro. All right, anything to add, guys, or are we done? Nah, that's it. I'm good. That's it, right? All right, I'm good. We'll be back. We'll be back next week after after we beat Tigres. I mean, uh, Puebla. After we beat Puebla. Yeah. Oh, shout out to the Chivas Femenil team. They're like what three and zero, I think. 
They got nine points. Are they? I think so. They won again. They beat there, uh, they beat Necaxa three one. Is there a Puebla's English account I can talk shit to? <laughs> <laughs> I think there, I feel like I've seen one. I feel like there is. A Puebla. Check, a Puebla's the, English. Check the list of the <laughs> people we're following. I try to follow like any uh Liga MX English account I come across. But um yeah, this has been another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. We're out. Peace.